0: So sorry, I got uh, distracted there. Uh, Anyway, what this podcast is really about is I want to talk to you guys about a brief period of my life. Hang on, let me get let me get a cigarette up. Yeah. I wanna tell you guys a little bit about the time when I was a um, award-winning journalist. (sighs) Yep. This is me, a journalist. I've, I've, I've cracked some of the biggest stories this side of the town has ever seen (sighs) now you may uh, recognize my name from around the beat but uh, you have not heard my story So there I was, about, uh, I want to say, 13, 14, 15 years old, and I was going to school one day, and then I saw what I would think would be the last thing that I would ever see, and that was 8.35 on the clock while I was still in the car. Yes, I was in fact late to school that day, and boy oh boy did that change my life for the good. Because I was late to school, you see, I got sent straight directly to the principal's office. Yep. The big commander-in-chief, as we used to call him in the day. So I was waiting in the office, and... You know what I saw? I saw something that would change me. I saw something that I would know that I would need to tell everyone. Is that not only did I hear that there was going to be a free dress day, to be announced in the coming week. Because I know that there was also a gold coin donation that would go apart from that. But the, well, the gold coins were not going to a charity, they were going directly into the pockets of the commander in chief. And I thought to myself, oh, daddy-o, that is not to fly by me. So what I did, I did what every normal student would do, a studio student would do, and I went into that meeting and, and I just listened commander-in-chief said hey hey kiddo don't be late and I was like alright gave him a wink and I walked straight out of that office and I walked directly to the school newspaper (laughs) little did I know at that time that I knew that that would be the point in the turning point in my life that I would in fact become a person that would have a voice to the voiceless to let the people know what is truly correct in the society. Instead of putting up a fake wall, I would be getting a pickaxe and mining down that obsidian wall that was blocking me from the truth. I became well-known at my school. Heck, I wouldn't even say, say I became liked by most of my peers. Because I would find out information that no one else would. I would, I would get to the bottom of it. I would, I would not rest. I would not have a wink. I would have n- not even forty winks of rest until I found out the truth about every single misguided, misjustified element that was happening at my school. So here I am today, I cracked the cases at all my high school, I cracked the cases at all primary school too, I was. I got teachers banned, fired, I got students expelled just because I was getting to the truth of it all, I figured out where the hamster went, I figured out who was not doing the pencil shavings directly into the bin and just doing it on the table and brushing it onto the floor. That kid got expelled because of the articles that I wrote. I was making a difference. And I felt good for the first time in my short, short life. So I graduated from high school. And then I studied journalism. And I started doing real good. And I went from just taking down the establishment ...in my own little bubble to popping that bubble and then moving outwards into the world that we see us before today... ...is that I would no longer be trying to get rid of the Commander-in-Chief, i.e. my principal. I was taking these principles that I had and I was trying to dismantle government. Trying to get rid of it all because it was, it was wackadoo, dude. Before I came onto the beat, it was just the Herald Sun. It was The Age. It was, it was MX, the, the Metro newspaper. That was, that was what came before me, and I saw what was happening. There were funny pages. News isn't funny. News is real. News is what we need to hear. We don't need no Garfield or Marmaduke. We don't need... If you're crossing your words, you are a bad journalist, I'd say. So I came into the system and I was like, we need to change some things around here. I was a slick 20 years old going into the world full of suits and grey hairs and and dandruff falling one by one onto the articles that were being thrown away into the trash that is the audience, the readers' minds. That's what was happening before I hit the bit. And then when I came in, I was like, It's going to change, baby. (coughs) 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 Ugh, fuck. So I applied for a job at the Herald Simon. They said, do you hate people? And I said, I am the people. So they didn't hire me. The age asks for my age, and apparently they only want people that are 50 years and over to work for their newspaper. So what's a boy to do? What's a boy to do in a big old, big, big bulbous world? A dream. A dream to let the people know what's what. To let them know that politician Henry is doing a little bit of the dirty deeds in his spare time. How am I supposed to let people know when all the big, I want to say, call me crazy but call them corporations, are trying to get in my way. So what I do, you see, what I do is I go out there and people call me crazy, but crazy is my middle name. And I go out there and I... um. I start this, uh, what are the kids called these days? Ah, uh, zines, yeah. Uh, I, went, I went to the zine stores. I, I, I went and I just put my put my body on the line. My body, my limbs, my brain, everything on the line. And I was like, hey, kiddos. Got any room for a, a, a dreamer? And they went, Whoa! Calm down there, sir. What makes you think you can join the hippest, the coolest pockets of the Central Business District? And I was like, I was just taking a little clickety clack down underground, and I noticed that you had this whole zine setup. And I'm gonna say this, but don't let anyone, don't let any of the squares know on the upside down. But I'm, um, I i do not like Harold's son. And I think we can change this, this, this Kit Kat world that we have today. And they were like, whoa, daddy, oh, you saying what I think you're saying? And I was like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And they were like, there's a bear shit in the woods. And I was like, too So that's when I started working with the zine kids on the underground just outside of Flinders Street Station. We were the railroad of our day. We were the underground railroad because there is genuinely a zine shop outside of the Flinders Street Station in the Central Business District. So that's when I started my publication. My publication. Pro-Away. See, it was kind of a play on words because it... For me, I'm just throwing it away. But for you, you need to ingest it. So I, I, I first started to throw away back in OCDU, and I thought that I would be changing the world. And I, 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 feel like I was because there was it was slow at first, and I thought, you know, what? It, it's not we're not on every newspaper in the we're in, we're not in every newsstand, we're not in any every-tat's-lotto in the country. But hey. Where, 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 where did other people start? No one started. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a Nepo baby. I'm. I'm just a. I'm just a Y2K baby trying to get onto the internet, which at that time wasn't really a thing. <clears throat> <coughs> oh, Jesus! So we started up a little publishing company. We were printing about 50 to 100 papers a day and I was the editor-in-chief making sure every publication got out on time because it was a daily paper at first and then we're like, that's a lot. Um, That's a lot of throwaway. Again, this was like before the time of... uh, What do they call it these days? Pollution. Yeah. And I realised we that... Daily papers do that a lot, um, so yeah, I was like, "What? What's a boy to do?" So we went to Weekly, we went to Weekly trying to break the biggest stories all across Melbourne. To, you know, hippie Jay is going down in the 41K four, four is what I'm trying to say right here. Like, that was one of our big early ones, and I was like, well, people need to know." and people did start finding out because we were covering stories that they weren't being covered on on time. They weren't in the New York time. They weren't in Herald Sun, Age, MX. We were the only ones talking about the real issues. And boy, did we have issues. I want to say it came to our 14th issue and that's when we realized we were selling out the day that we were printing them. And I was like, we need to up, up. We need to up the ante. So I went to my auntie's house. And I was like, hey, can we use your garage? Can we use your garage to print more of our papers? And my auntie, she, she was very kind to me. And she was like, oh, of course. Or anything for my gabogoo, and I was like, P- "What?" And she's like, oh, "I'm just trying to. I'm preparing for a role. I'm. I've got." And I was like, "That's probably not okay. That you should. You shouldn't say that in the audition." She was like, "All right, cool. Anyway, for you guys are interested, my auntie is Kate Blanchett. So we're in Kate Blanchett's garage, printing off. At, I want to say a hundred a day." Hundred everyday newspapers of the, the throwaway. And and so what we would start doing is we would get more and more and people were reading them. And then just after our hundredth issue, one hundred issues, me and the Zine, the Zine kids were, were were popping off. We were we were on top of the world. And then one day. An article came out. And not just your any article... A hit piece. A hit piece on our... On our magazine... On our newspaper... On our own turf... By the Herald Sun. They published the article... Throw away... The funniest newspaper... To ever be seen. And they... There were... The article... Was just a huge hit on us. People started buying our newspaper because of they thought it was the funniest newspaper that the Herald Sun had ever seen, and they, they were we were selling out like hotcakes, but not for the right reasons. Herald Sun was like in this spoof of a magazine, which we're not even a magazine, might I add. We are a newspaper they said perfect for for any spills they said the only newspaper that designed to be thrown away and used as like puppy pee pads you guys know these puppy pee pads it was before they had kind of like what's the word they uh trademarked it and made it made them an absorbent pad things this was this was back in the day when if your puppy went pee pee uh, they would get a newspaper and wipe that up and, and they what Harold's son was implying because we were called throwaway is that it was it was that was the shtick is that we were just genuinely to be thrown away um, and be used as puppy pee pads. Um, and then they were like they actually go to a lot of effort to make them different because apparently puppies like peeing on different images and they like Puppies are like people they like to read what they pee and we, they thought we were a catering to dogs, and when we say we talk about dogs, we used to talk about dogs a lot on our paper, but that's because we' were call we we're calling everyone dogs, like this politician's a dog this and then this 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 copper's a dog this 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 corporation's fucking doghouse. But they thought we, they, we were meaning real dogs. They thought we were a parody of what we were. And boy, oh boy, was that a genius move on behalf of Herald Sun. I'll give him that one. Journalistic integrity down the toilet. But it was a good hit piece. So we were selling more than we ever had before. And I don't want to talk any bad news about the Zine kids. I don't want... To, I don't want... I don't want any beef. So you didn't hear it from me. But those Zine kids, once we started getting the cash and the dough rolled in, when people f- when people thought we were uh, not an actual newspaper, when the people thought that we were puppy pee pads, um, that's when the Zine kids we we had the falling out. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Is it the, the the Zine kids? Uh, they were like. The second they got a taste of that little corporate money. That little that little capitalism boost. They dropped off. Yeah. They were like they didn't drop off. They they by drop off I mean they fell off the table. And they pulled the tablecloth from underneath me, taking it with them, leaving me high and dry. They took everything I ever had. And then they mass- then they, they lent in they lent into it, and created the spoof newspaper. They thought they were going to be the next Mad Magazine or Cracked, God forbid, a National Lampoon. But they took my paper, and they 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 mutilated it. They destroyed my baby. They got. They stripped every... I was a joke. In the newspaper world. Because underneath every throwaway... There was my name. It was throwaway... Jet Bond's paper. And that broke me. And that's why you find me here today. I, I used to be on top of the world. I used to have... I used to have that glint behind my eye. I used to... I used to want... Now, look at me, 22 years old, talking to you in this dimly lit, jazz playing audio internet scape. I don't know where you are right now, but just know that if you have gusto and if you have anything, if you have desire I'd say chase that chase that and never let go don't you dare trust those zine kids those zine kids will hurt you they will stab you in the back they will take what you love and run with it they'll run with it until they get and you'll think that they're great but everyone loves a little bit of capitalism don't they when capitalism starts popping off How can you not chase the gold? Or, you could be like me. Stuck, alone, with a dream and a ditch. That's just where I'm at in my life. You can do where you want to go, you can be what you want to be, but just know, where will you be happy? Am I happy? Who's to say? I'm just letting people know whoever's walking past. I'm just gonna let them know about my story. Do what you want with it. Sorry, where was I? Uh, that was, um. So, just, yeah, that was just a little bit of what, um,. My journalism like history was um, <coughs> sorry I don't <coughs> I don't smoke too often um, but yeah no that that's um, that's kind of where I'm coming from um, just to let you guys in like what it, what it was like to be a journalist in that time uh, and just yeah hoping uh, trying to spread, spread the good word uh, so yeah I think that might 40 minutes that's that's pretty alright I want to say it's pretty alright for a podcast. I don't know. Um, I'm doing weird different things now. I'm doing weird different things. I'm just trying all these experiments. I'm having fun. I don't know if I'm going to be releasing this as like a comp. I might release these as little, little bits. I might release these as little bits, actually. Little 20-minute episodes, I think. That sounds like a fun idea yeah okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do that okay so thank you so much for listening um my name's been Jet Bond I'm pretty sure you can uh, tell that already um but yeah thank you so much for checking this out um follow me on Instagram uh follow me on uh uh, the Jet Bond on Instagram follow me on TikTok Jet the Bond I also have a show coming up, up um I've got a show well I've got a couple of shows coming up on the 15th of uh, February, we got Death of Comedy, our fundraiser for Madeline Royce's short film, which is gonna be fun. Get your tickets there. Look on, uh, it's at Motley Bauhaus on the 15th at 7.30. So go check that one out. Also, I've got a comedy festival show coming up from March 29th to April 9th. Uh, it's reusable plastic bag. Just look up reusable plastic bag or Jet Bond on the comedy festival website. Or uh, you can find me on Facebook, I guess, as well. There's an event on Facebook, at uh, JetBond's Reusable Plastic Bag. Find me somewhere, just JetBond. Uh, if you like my stuff, thank you. Um, but, yeah, give me follow, follow me elsewhere. There will be links somewhere. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. My greatest um, appreciation to everyone who's made it this far. But, yeah, thank you so much. And, yeah, catch up.